What's up, everybody? Josh Tapp here. Welcome back to the Lucky Entrepreneur Podcast. We're so excited today because we've got Rob Campbell on the mic. Rob is a retired U.S. Army colonel, having led over 5,000 men and women. He took those leadership lessons and wrote a book called It's Personal, Not Personnel, an amazing book. He goes into to what he teaches in that book, and he also shares with us how to get in the door of any company that you want to work with. Also, he shares with us how to leverage LinkedIn to be able to take that platform and build a huge audience and to be able to to go out there and get business from it. So we're going to delve into that today. So I'm so excited to have Rob on the mic here. So we're going to delve right in. So Rob, tell me something about yourself that most people don't know. Something about me that most people don't know. Um, You know, I've never been diagnosed with this, but I I have ADHD. My son was diagnosed with it, right? And uh, so I see a lot of things he struggles with are the same things that I struggle with. I have a hard time getting started on something. Yeah, I mean, you have no idea. We'll be lucky to get off a of question one. Um, <laughs> hey, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> I get distracted easy. I really do. Um, and so, you know, I, I, these are things I have to overcome as a leader because, you know, I've led, I've obviously succeeded, but, you know, being conscious of these, I've had to kind of overcome. So, and I miss small details. You know, I'll be sitting in a meeting and someone will spit out information and, They'll go right over my head. I'm a, I'm a visionary, big thinker, right? And so I've always had to surround myself with people to protect me from myself is how I put it. Right. You know, people that different from me that can catch those small details. But, um, yeah, most people don't know that. And isn't that the curse of leaders, right? You know, they, right. they get looked at as these perfect beings, but they're really not at their core. Right. And I would say that's the entrepreneurial curse, right? Is, is that, yeah. that we all have. I think most of us haven't been diagnosed, but I think it's a, I think it's a real problem. <laughs> and there's this notion out there. I think, you know, it's, it's conventional wisdom or just, you know, that this false notion that, you know, all entrepreneurs have to be, you know, um, Steve Jobs and, you know, very extroverted and, you know, inspirational people of all kinds can be entrepreneurs. They really can. Right. Oh, I love that, Rob. Well, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Rob, how you kind of got into business and, and a little bit about your book and everything, how you got involved in that. Sure. Uh, well, I did 27, 27 years and five months in the military and um, very much institutionalized in that profession in the Army and had really no earthly idea what I was going to do when I transitioned out. Um, so it was a journey in and of itself, and it still is. I'm three years into my retirement, and uh, or transition, I should say. I use retired very lightly. But um, <laughs> I knew that I liked writing. I knew what my core purpose was when I came out, which is to make a difference in the lives of others for optimistic leadership. And I, I always, when I'm talking to other entrepreneurs or those that want to get into it, I always really try to get them to start with that. What is it that drives you every day, gets you out of bed? Um, and therefore what idea, you know, would be related to that, that she could drive forward. So for me, it was that, you know, just making a difference in the lives of others. I had a lot to give back 27 years of experience, three combat tours leading at several levels. And I knew that businesses were suffering in leadership because they don't address it the same as the military does. And so I thought, okay, what a great opportunity to help. And I did that through, and I do that through my writing and speaking. So I started networking very heavy, moved to Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, a lot of businesses there, wrote the book on leadership, which is really a story of uh, how I did it, the things that I got right, the things that I got wrong, and how a business leader could take what I did and put it into practice, um, which is a, a book about investing in people. You know, to invest in something is to give time, talent, energy, and get something in return. And for me and my leadership journey, it was about 
making people better people because you really can't define the environment very well. It's very, very ambiguous and very stressful and moving very fast. But if you care for people, they'll rise to the occasion. So I wrote, I wrote the book, It's Personal, Not Personnel, Leadership Lessons for the Battlefield in the Boardroom in 2017. And I kind of use that as a big business card to go out and speak and coach and write. And that's been my my entrepreneur journey because it was, you know, an idea from scratch. And uh, it's doing well. I'm, I'm really proud of it. Yeah, well, when you said you, you know, in our pre-interview, you were saying that you have you wrote the book in under 100 days. Is that how you did it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, certainly, you know, I had, I had time on my side. And, you know, I, I'm, I have a military pension, so I've got a constant paycheck that comes in, which – um, I'm very aware of when I talk to other entrepreneurs, I'm, I'm always reluctant to, you know, yeah, go for it, put it all in, you know, you, it's okay to get a job. It's okay to do other things, but if you got a really good idea, you ought to stick to that and get it up and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I had time on my side. My wife, you know, God bless her was working and supporting the family for the year transition that we got out. Uh, and so, yeah, I started like on, I think the second of February and I was done by May with a rough manuscript. So yeah, I mean, there it is. So I had a hard time getting started, but once I do, I'm a machine. I can just crank it out. <laughs> when you've got the vision for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, so you've already briefly touched on this next question for us, but you know, how, how did you fund your business initially? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, a lot of it through my own investments and uh, just, you know, but the income that was coming in uh, wasn't easy. I mean, I, I did put some stuff down on credit cards. I had to fund my book on a credit card. Um, not, I've not gone out and sought funding or anything. I'm a one person business. So it's very easy for me. I work out of my house, you know, so the overhead for me is very, very manageable. Uh, but, but it was just really self-funded and it didn't require a lot. It's not like I had to go out and, I certainly was attracted to, you know, advertising and getting other, you know, uh, assistance and help, all that stuff that costs money. Uh, but I was very judicious in, in doing those kind of things. And so I kind of did it on my own through LinkedIn, building out the network there, getting into network events and just, you know, being out there and showing up every day, which is, is huge advice I give to entrepreneurs. If you believe in it and you want it to move forward and show up every day somewhere, Right. If you're posting on LinkedIn, if you're in a, you know, or you're cold calling or whatever it might be, but every single day show up. But there's lots of, and, and you know, one of the things I, I think is a huge obstacle, you and I discussed a little bit, uh, is the funding side of entrepreneurship, right? And I think right. once people realize what it's going to take to get to that spot, they shy away. And there it is, right? The idea gets boxed up and buried forever. Right. Uh, there's so many opportunities now with, with crowdfunding and like, I just got onto Patreon, one of the websites there for, you know, creators yeah. for my second yeah. book, uh, a brand new, I just getting started with it. And I'm hoping to use that to fund the, you know, the, the writing or the publishing of the book, uh, this crowdfunding, you know, this owner finance businesses is this things you can do. Um, and my advice is, you know, Find something that might be close to what it is, that core idea that you have, that entrepreneurial idea that you have, and, and do that. So let's say you jump in on a franchise and you do that. Okay, but it's not your core purpose and passion, but it's close. Right. You do that, right. and then, then let that be the vehicle to getting to where it is you need to go, hence a funding source, right? Yeah. There's lots of creative ways to do that, and that's where oh, I'm hopeful that entrepreneurs can be more creative when they hit those spots to say, okay, how much is this going to cost? How can we fund it? Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, one of the reasons I asked that question to everybody that we interview is because most of our listeners run into that problem. I mean, when you're starting an entrepreneurial venture and you don't have the, the initial funding, you're saying, well, you know, how can I get the money, right? One of yeah. my favorite terms, I guess, in, in entrepreneurialism, it's from Russell Brunson. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but um, big marketing guy online, right? And he's, he talks about, it's not about having resources. It's about being resourceful. Yeah. And I really love that because, you know, in your case, you went out and you were resourceful. I know you mentioned um, earlier in our interview too, that you, um, you offered some free work to somebody um, as your first client. Yes. How long was that again that you did that for? I'm glad you brought that up. Um, About 90 days. Uh, I went in and and just kind of laid out a contract and said, you know, I'll do it. Uh, This is what my fee would be, but I'll waive that for 90 days to show you that, you know, I can do this. Uh, I'd ask for, uh, some travel pay and whatnot if I'm going to have to go out to remote locations. And they were fine with that. I mean, what, what, a, what a great deal, right? Right. <laughs> uh, and so that's what I did. And, and, you know, my wife looked at me like I was crazy. And, uh, and, and I don't blame her. I mean, you know, I, I'm bringing three decades of leadership into something that's worth a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what? You know, I mean, the businessman, you know, has dollar signs associated, wants to see the value that I bring. Mm-hmm. But I did it for 90 days. And the other thing on speaking you know, one of the philosophies is speak for free and eventually people will pay you for it. Right. There are those that say, oh, oh, never. I would never do that. You know, do anything for free. You could always charge money for it. But I don't subscribe to that. Maybe that's the selflessness I bring from my service in the military to assist others because I get a ton of fulfillment out of it. That's my paycheck when I'm speaking to a group of people. Now, yeah, I want to pay, but when you can go in and do these things, again, it's about showing up, right? Yeah. You don't get I don't get paid for LinkedIn posts, a lot of the articles that I write on there. But eventually, people get, you know, latched on. And some of these sites, maybe like Patreon, can help you, you know, get money for these ideas and things that you're doing. Yeah. Well, I have to commend you um, a second here because I don't know if our listeners know this, but so Rob was a colonel in the Army. So he had, he was over 5,000 men and women, right? And and for you know, your average size company, you're sitting at around a hundred people, right? Yeah. yeah. So imagine 5,000 people is a pretty, pretty big feat, but he was humble enough to go out, to step out and say, Hey, I'm going to offer this service for free. Being able to do that. I mean, that's so, so huge um, in our industry. Cause a lot of people who don't have anywhere near as much experience as you do will go out and say, well, I should be paid for this, you know, sure. yep. <laughs> but there's so much value in you going out and saying, Hey, I'm gonna do this for free just to prove to you, I can do it. And then for you, you gain all that experience. And it's, it's such an amazing thing to see how many companies are willing to let you in their doors. You know, yep. they're, they're willing to let you in and to, to have you come do it for free. So I yep. love that. Well, let's, let's turn the tables a little bit then, Rob. So the next, next question I have for you is, you know, what's one obstacle that you've had in your business, you know, in the recent, recent months that's really kind of kept you up at night? And how, how did you overcome that? Yeah, I, I think it's um, it, it's it's being known, right? It's it's uh, it's getting your name and your brand out there, what you do, because you know you want a lot of people to to know you, and most of which will never you know cross the line and say, "Hey, come and let me pay you some money." But but they know who you are. I mean, and, and one of the the effects I see of that. Uh, is that you know when I get connected with somebody in Wilmington or Raleigh or you know. Um, anywhere really that they say, oh yeah, I know Rob, I've, I've seen you on LinkedIn and man, you're really doing some neat stuff on there. Okay, cool. You know, it right. looks like to a lot of people that I get connected with that I'm, I'm just crushing it. 
Now, I'm not bringing in huge money right now, but I show up a lot. And so the, the optic is there that, you know, that I am. So back to your question, it's that. It's, it's, it's getting known. It's getting, you know, people aware of, of what it is you're doing. Uh, showing them that value proposition of, yeah, I can come in and, and really decrease your employee turnover and grow leaders so that they can uh, really perform in your organization without your direct oversight every single day. Uh, and things like that. And so um, to overcome that, uh, it does. It goes back to showing up every day uh, and, and, and putting that idea out there. And I, I just, I have these ideas where I sit in different places where I see companies like, oh, yeah, I could write an article about that. And they just pop into my head and I lock them down and I get out and I spit out a, a blog post or something on LinkedIn or I show up at a, a networking event. And so that's how I overcame all those things. And it took time, Josh. I mean, this, this stuff doesn't happen overnight. Right. The problem we have is that we're a drive through window society. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go in right now. If you want a meal, you know, I promise if you're nearby, you know, you know in a, a city somewhere, you could have a hot meal in your lap in 10 minutes. Right. The next 10 and be done in 20 minutes. You're, you're completely finished. And so, we just want this overnight success, but it took me a while to build that out. I've got over 17,000 connections on LinkedIn. And so anytime I broadcast something on that, you know, medium alone, it gets instantly hundreds of hits. Uh, whether they're, you know, you can get into, okay, so you get hits, big deal. Which one do you close them in? And you can get in a lot of science there. But for me, it was just about networking and showing up and continuing to communicate a message that, I completely believe in that's how I overcame that obstacle. Yeah, I love that. You know, it's the, the value prop, right? What are you really adding and, and being passionate about what you have? I love that. Well, so when you, when you get obstacles like this, where do you turn for help? I mean, do you have a mentor or how do you, how do you go about it? Yep. Excellent point. And, and for any entrepreneur out there, you've got to have a mentor, several in fact. So here's, here's a unique one for me. And I think a lot of military veterans is that's just, you know, so I am a military veteran. Um, and my mentors throughout my leadership life have been army officers and army non-commissioned officers that I turn to for advice. And, but I don't need them anymore. Right. Because I don't need advice from military leadership and how to wage modern warfare. Those days are gone. Now I need somebody else. Now I still have military mentors I turn to and, you know, we talk every now and then about leadership and things because at its core it transcends you know, the service in, in the private sector. Um, but I have uh, one of my mentors, Jim Hughes, the untamed entrepreneur. You can go to his website. Um, he's hilarious. Uh, <clears throat> he and I could not be more opposite. Um, he kids. He just got married. Uh, I don't think he's, he's, he's in his early or mid thirties. Um, and he's a bit of a vagabond. He travels around the world and, and really helps people find their core purpose and passion and align a business with that. Yeah. The entrepreneur. Jim and I talk frequently and I consider him a mentor of mine. And when I, when I come out of those sessions, I always feel better about myself. So I think it's two things, you know, where you lean for help is, is mentorship uh, and in the network. I promise to any entrepreneur out there, there's somebody going through or has gone through what it is you're about to experience. And you're really crazy not to tap into that. Um, one of the things I, I was really enlightened by when I transitioned was, and it's not the case across the board, 
but there's so many people out there just willing to share what they do, right? I thought that, you know, maybe we're a little tight-lipped and, and hold our cards closely because it's our money, right? If you show someone what you're doing, then you've now just made a competitor. They're going to take away your market share. Yeah. But I don't find that to be the case in a lot of places where people are really willing to share, oh, yeah, I, I tried that, and here's what I did, and here's how it failed, and here's how you can do it better. So it's mentorship and it's a network. And when you're struggling with somebody like that, don't suffer in silence. Reach out to somebody by email or LinkedIn or whatever and say, hey, if you got a few minutes, can we jump on a phone call? Looks like we're in the same space and have a conversation. And has LinkedIn kind of been that platform that you found the most success in, in reaching out to people that way? It has, yeah. For me, it's not for everybody, but I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a leadership consultant, speaker, coach. Um, I'm in the veteran space now. So a lot of people like that in LinkedIn where I have, I've expanded that network out uh, and helped a lot. Some use Instagram, some Facebook to an extent. Um, you know, some are small enough where they can just go into networking events in a major city somewhere. Wilmington's not a major city, it's a small city, but it's enough businesses happening there and I've, I've been networking enough to get known. Uh, but yeah, LinkedIn works really, really great for me. I should have gotten on it much earlier in my military career, but I didn't. But I did once I started to transition. It's been very, very helpful. Yeah. I'm a huge advocate of LinkedIn personally. So it, if you had to recommend one tool for any entrepreneur, would it be LinkedIn? Or do you think there's one that you think every entrepreneur should be using? Yeah, I think it is LinkedIn, Josh. I um it is very helpful to me. You can, you can, you know, you bump into people there, you pull up their profiles, see what, what space they're in, uh, or, or post or an article that you think is in the same ballpark of what you're doing, uh, or somebody that might need your help. And then you can message them. It works for me. One advice I would give is, you know, be careful with the cheap sales talk, you know, hi, Josh, have you ever thought about, you know, that's the last thing. When I see posts like that and people reach out to me, uh, and send a link to what they do, um, I delete it. Right. Because it just comes up in my wallet. Um, when I connect with somebody, uh, I, I just want to learn about what they're doing. I, I want maybe there's, there's some value I can provide. They, certainly, I am looking to increase my business, but that's not my going in. You know, if I was reaching out to you, it, my, my going in lies, Josh, how can I help? Is there anything I can do? Holler if I can help. That's kind of my bumper sticker on a lot of my LinkedIn connections. Hey, great to be connected with you, Josh. Holler if I can help. Yeah. And leave it at that. And, and and I've helped a lot of people on LinkedIn. I've communicated with a ton of people on LinkedIn, a fraction of which have become clients of mine. Right. So yeah, that's where I hang out and that's how I do it. I think it's really powerful. Yeah, and I think that's really powerful for for B2B, like like you know, you're in you're trying to find these businesses. We've seen a lot of success with that as well. And like you're saying, it's it's about being genuine. If you come in trying to sell people or you set up an automation software or something that's just just throwing out generic messages, you don't get that relationship. And yeah, yeah you might make sales, but you don't make true connections and like true friendship. Right. You know, that that end up benefiting both of you in the future. Um I love yeah. that. Yeah. Excellent if, if, tool. If you're, you know, if you're just genuine about it, I mean, I, I remember I was at a, um, an expo standing there with my booth, you know, with my book and business cards. And this, this lady walks up and I can see her on her phone and she's looking at something. Then she puts it down and walks up to me. Hey, Rob, I had to look at your website. You know, it could really use a boost and some, ooh, you know, I was like, okay, get away. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't know anything about me. And she was just going for the wallet. So that, that was just, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't legitimate in my opinion. 
Right. She hadn't really gained <laughs> a friendship with you yet. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Hi, Rob. What do you got? What are you doing here? Tell me about what you got going on. Okay, good. Let's talk about that. Right. There's something we can do. Well, I work on websites. Here's my card. Give me a holler if I can help. Have a great day. Yeah. You know? And then that's the person you're going to think of when you say, man, I can't figure out this stinking web website problem. Right. <laughs> right. 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 I love it. Well, that's kind of, I mean, being genuine and everything is kind of part of the premise of your book, is it not? It is. Yeah. I, um, in chapter five, I, I talk about myself, you know, I give a, what I call a biography sketch. It just talks about Rob Campbell, my strengths and weaknesses. You know, what I shared with you at the beginning of our interview here, a host of other different things, but um, I believe um, transparency and really the key word is vulnerability. Uh, when you can show vulnerability that you don't know everything, uh, but you do know a lot about something and you can really help an organization um, that can be really powerful and being genuine. And, and I do talk about that a lot in my book to invest in somebody else. It started with me. So if you were one of my subordinates, and I was your leader. You know, I'd want to know all about you, Josh, your family, what's going on, what your strengths and weaknesses are, what you struggle with, not to pry into your closet, but to help you grow and, and be better. And I'd be the first one to share all those things with you about me. And so it's just having that authentic, that real discussion, you know, between people, which I think is really powerful. I hate the word consultant. Everybody does, right? You know, you walk in, hey, Josh, you got these things going wrong. You're not going to help. It's going to cost this much and you get this much hours. Right. I'll come in and certainly here's my scope of work, Josh, of what I can do for you. But if you need something while I'm here, take advantage of all of my years of experience. You know, I promise I haven't seen a single thing in a business that from a leadership perspective that I haven't experienced already in the army. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see. I, I, I just, I, I completely understand what just happened. Here's how I screwed it up <laughs> and here's how I <laughs> from it and got it right. Right. Uh, it's just about that. Letting your guard down and being a real person. That's what's going to attract people. Yeah. I love that. Well, Rob, where can our listeners go to get that book? So person it's personal, not personnel, right? It's yeah. Enabling. It's it's personal, not personnel. So that came from a discussion I had with a HR professional in the army that wanted to move one of my soldiers, you know, really just a name on an Excel spreadsheet, a cut and paste, instead of getting to know the person and what was going on in his life. I said, listen, this stuff is personal. It's not personnel. Right. You know, <laughs> personnel is, is, is human uh, resources or pools of talent, you know, just are these objects uh, that you're managing. You know, we lead people. That's what we do. Uh, robcampbellleadership.com is my website. That's the central place to find me. I'm on LinkedIn at Rob Campbell Leadership. Uh, those two places are where I hang out the most. My website is where you can learn more about me. The link to the book is in there. Um, my second one will be out. Uh, it's about the veteran transition for senior service members, hopefully uh, early spring. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. about that, but but I'm having a ball with a book. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's very useful. I wanted to make it useful to business leaders. So that's where you find me. Absolutely. Well, I'm just going to repeat that for our listeners so they know where to go. So to get his book, it's at robcampbellleadership.com. One more time, that's robcampbellleadership.com. And you can find him on LinkedIn as well. So Rob, before we sign off, you know, what's one of the last pieces of advice you would give to our listeners? Last piece of advice to give to your listeners. Find out what it is, if tomorrow money wasn't an issue and you could do whatever you wanted to do, what would that be? Or think of it this way, five moments in your life 
you know, where you were in it and you were doing something that just felt right. You were in a flow state. Your energy was great. You were confident. It felt good. Those are places you want to go back and revisit and answer those questions. And the answer to those questions is going to point you to something that's absolutely real. And that gets to your core purpose and your core passion. If you get that right and you stay on that path and you, you have a high, you, you are more likely to, to, to live a fulfilled life and be in places. But it's been hard with my businesses. They're, they're business. There's, there's, there's times when I wanted to jump off the ship and I, and I almost did a few times, but I stuck with it. And my wife says I'm crazy busy. Like I was in the army. Sure. That's true. Lives aren't at stake anymore but I love what I do. And if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. So find out what your core purpose and passion is and never forget that. Revisit that all the time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rob, for sharing your passion with us. Also, we want to thank you for your service because without you and the other men and women who serve in the armed forces, we wouldn't be able to be here on this podcast, speaking freely, you know, enjoying the freedom of speech. So thank you for that. And we will talk to you soon. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by all of the softwares and tools that call for your attention and for your money, but you never know which ones work well for your business? I personally have worked with over 100 companies and every single company has different tools that work well for them. But I found the few specific tools that work well for every business and I've made a resources page that you can access at theluckyentrepreneur.com resources. On that page, we've got trainings that will teach you how to use the tools effectively, what businesses they work best for, and then how to access them and get discounts on them all through our resources page. So if you'd like access to those resources, go to theluckyentrepreneur.com resources. Once again, that's theluckyentrepreneur.com resources.